good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time of recording. This is episode 93 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and I'm with a great crew today. Mar, introduce yourself to the people, man. What's up, Colin? You already know I'm here to give the best analyst that anybody on the podcast to give, so we about to have a great episode. Boy, you know I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for the analysis. Greg, introduce yourself to the people, man. What's going on with y'all, man? Long time no see. Looking forward to to winning as per usual. Mm-hmm. That's it. On, <laughs> on, on my on my Stephen A. Smith type flow today. You mean winning every argument? Probably. <laughs> with that being said, we move on to lies. The biggest Knicks fan on the planet. Introduce yourself to the people, man. You just capped with all that. Oh, I capped. <laughs> What's good with y'all, though? I'm just glad to be back. It's been a while. Thanks it's for good. Me. Thank you, man. It's good to have you back, man. So let's dive right into it, man. Jonah. Huge episode, probably the biggest episode that we're going to record, at least for the next few months. First of all, it's Super Bowl week. Three weeks of training camp, three weeks of preseason, 18 weeks of the regular season, three more weeks of the postseason. And it all culminates this Sunday in Super Bowl 57 as Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles take on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But, you know, we, we're going to get to our predictions, all right? But, I mean, the NBA, they kind of swooped in here in Super Bowl week and kind of stole all the headlines. So we're going to jump right into that first. LeBron James becomes the all-time leading scorer in the NBA, passing fellow Lakers great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And, of course, just all the wild trades that have been happening since this past weekend. And let me just list off a couple of them here. First of all, the Suns at midnight, at 1 o'clock, when everyone's trying to get to sleep, and then, boom, they just dropped this bomb on this trade of Mikael Bridges, Cameron Johnson, four first-round picks, to the Nets for Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. And the Nets, that was not the only big deal they made this past week. They made a deal with the Mavs this past weekend when I was away in New York on a little mini vacation, and I get the alert. They made a deal with the Mavs, which sent Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and an unprotected first-round pick, plus two extra second-round picks for Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. So the big three era, if you want to call it that, in Brooklyn has come to an end. Fellas. There's a lot that I have more, but I'm just gonna, for time's sake, just get right into it. And actually, Mar, I'm gonna start with you first. So you're the Nets fan here. Who's your biggest winner and loser of the NBA trade deadline? Um, crazy part is I need I need to say this because every episode y'all be like, Mar, the Nets fan. I need your opinion on Ben Simmons or Kyrie or whatever's going on. Um, I'm not a Nets fan anymore. World. Y'all can call it what it is. Y'all can call me what you want. I'm a Luka Doncic fan. I'm not a Mavericks fan. I support one person. So I'm not a Nets fan anymore. But I do think the Nets did swindle the Suns. But the best outcome, um, I feel like I would have to go with the Warriors. And I only say the Warriors because I felt like they got back to their championship ways just by adding a defender because they never needed they really traded James Wiseman for what Gary Payton for real for real because they got the pick they got the five second round picks and then got Gary Payton back so I'm really I I think the Warriors are going to go back to the finals I don't really see nobody beating them in a seven game series and that's really Clay starting to get hot Jordan Poole really knows how to get into a rhythm he knows how to control the game they don't have Wiseman they got another defender back and then when Curry comes back, he's just he's just gonna fall back in he's just gonna fall back in place. So I feel like they're gonna be a strong uh they're gonna return strong to the finals. I don't see nobody in the West beating them. I mean, they sitting in a ninth seat right now. I mean, they got a long way to climb. Got to make some baby steps first, right? Yeah, of course. But you know, that's it. Don't it don't matter how you start. It matter how you finish. I predicted them going last year. I just thought they would play the Nets, not the Celtics. And I'm, I feel like, I feel like this team, like, 
everybody now that made trades is either contenders or tankers. So if you really went all out on trades, you really had to put your team in a better predicament. And some of these people just, some of these teams just went and got players that look good, but I don't know how they're going to fit. So I feel like even though they're all the way down in ninth place, that 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 really don't mean nothing. Uh, that doesn't really mean anything to them, at least. Because I still don't see nobody beating them. No matter what seed they get, it's going to be scary for any team to play them if they're the eighth, seventh, six, five through the one. I, 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 they're just very scary to me. They still got, what, 30 games left? They'll be all right. Hey man, I love the confidence you have in the Warriors. Um, the the, the West is going to be a, just a bloodbath. I mean, Greg, how, how can you make how you how are you making sense of all of this right now? Suns, uh-huh. Mavs. I mean, the Nuggets and and Grizzlies were kind of sitting pretty there. Josh saying that, hey, we fine in the West, we cool. Now all of a sudden, it's just bedlam. Yeah, what CJ say is is it's all it's all Jaw fault. You mean all that all that talking? You mean you shouldn't have said nothing. Now you now you got a lot of competition. I'm excited. I'm interested to see how this Mavs trade plays out for real, for real. I think that was the most interesting one to me. Cause I just don't think there's anyone that can stop that can stop Luca. And Luca's never really had a running mate. Kind of similar to how KD would uh, talk to um, Kyrie that on that podcast after they were acquired, like. I've never had someone that could like what what uh, Kyrie said. I've never had someone that like you know I could trust to like you know take the ball out of my hands and like I know they can get their own shot and stuff like that. It's the same thing in this scenario. I feel like Luca could be having a podcast with Kyrie, be like, "Yo, I never had someone that you know could get their own shot before," and like you know, so it's exciting. Like I think to have the two of them, you know, it's a the Mavs are like a a, a unique team, and with Jalen Brunson. And Luca, they were able to lead. They were able to lead that that franchise to the Western Conference Finals last year. And it's like now, like you know, you lose Jalen Brunson, but now you have Kyrie. And I, so I guess in theory, they should be able to maintain, if not even do better. But the West, it is a different like they they have they do have a different level of opponents this year that they did last year. But let's say if the Mavs go up against, say like the the Nuggets in the playoffs, or uh, I think it, as long as they avoid, if they can avoid the Suns, I think the Mavs are a dangerous team. For, for, like I like the Mavs' chance against for for anybody in the playoffs. If we're just it talking feels about like everybody, yeah, it it feels like everyone's kind of you know swinging that way now to like a Mavs Suns finals. I mean, of course you can't count out you know the Warriors and the Grizzlies and the Nuggets, but even the Kings somehow, the three C, we all just forgot about them. But yeah, so Lodge, we, do you feel like Mavs and Suns is, you know, is that a a potential conference final matchup, or you think people are just, you know, just blowing it out of the water because it's just big news that just happened? People are just like I mean, fantasy booking. This is definitely a, a potential, a high, very high potential matchup in the conference finals. But to me, it's not a lot. Honestly, I mean, it, to me, it's not a lot specifically for the Mavs. And it ain't really because of, like, the duo itself isn't going to work, but I feel, still feel like they need to tweak the, the the roster itself and take a season and really see what what they can work with. Because a lot of them players, like, having Tim Hardaway Jr. helps a lot because that's another, like, like third option type of guy that they can, they can get catch fire in the, in the second half or whatever you need. But you still need guys that can play defense and do the dirty work, and they don't got that right now. So as of right now, they're just going to have to sit there and try to outscore everybody, which, to be honest with you, isn't really out outlandish considering you got Luke and Kyrie. But, yeah, I don't think it's a lot, but I can definitely see the Suns being in the conference finals now. To me, I feel like they meet the Warriors, and that's going to be a hell of a story to watch. I think I got the Warriors, so that's my. That's my two cents on that. Now, to your original question of losers of the draft, it's not really a huge loser because they didn't really do anything, but that's why I think they're a loser, and that's the Trailblazers. They just re-signed, well, recently re-signed Dame to a huge contract, pretty much revamped the team, trying to turn another 
trying to phase, trying to make another push to the playoffs. And these guys are sitting at ten at the tenth seed and recently just traded back Gary Payton Jr. to to the Warriors, which to me is absolutely confusing because he was a key player in the playoffs last year and it pretty much bring them back to where they were last year, which to me it doesn't make sense. I've never seen that before in my life. So I wanted to see how you guys felt about that though. Mark, Greg, how would you feel? Yeah, I think I think the uh, yeah, I'm not gonna hold you. Trailblazers haven't been relevant since like since like uh, early early October for me. So yeah, uh, bro, they dead pushed hard at the end of the season <laughs> and then like limboed. And bros just like they they leveled out. And you know, and Dame can't Dame can't. I mean, the, I think they started to lose their weight once Dame kind of couldn't was inconsistently was uh, started to get injured a couple times and like get in and out of that lineup and like you know the cracks in the armor started to show once he went down and then even when he came back they've kind of just been an inconsistent team um so yeah I don't don't really know what to do I think you know and I I just know like probably like within the next two years we're gonna be talking about like you know it's time to blow it up for the Trailblazers are gonna try to blow it up and then that's when we won't see Dean trying to go to another team at like age 33 34 that's how it'll be um yeah the trailblazers they're they're just stubborn like they're they're holding on to gold that could get them even more rewards for that goal turn the whole organization around but they don't even want to do that like in the beginning of this season you could have been in the tanking for webby sweepstakes if you would have just got rid of dame you got rid of dame don't care about jeremy grant and you just let anthony simons do what he can do but they're just stubborn they just won't let that because they know he won't leave and they won't give him away, so it's just that's just stubborn to me. I just don't understand it. So yeah, they're probably gonna be like that, probably for like what the next four or five years, just because they won't move down. But real quick, uh, John, I want to give you my loser. I want to say the my loser is the Hawks, and there's plenty of reasons why I could say the Hawks, but I just want to keep it short, real quick. They got. Jante Murray got rid of his shooter, and now John Collins still hasn't been moved. They've been looking to trade him since as long as the Pacers have been looking to trade Miles Turner. So I just don't know what the Hawks is doing at this point. I don't know if that duo is going to work, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Hawks as a loser. And Greg, did you have a loser? Oh, yeah, my fault. Uh, I would say a loser personally is – the 76ers in my personal opinion i know we Thank did it yeah. i know i know we got a trade colin colin i want to hear your, your two cents on this too bro i know i know we got a trade to uh to give mcdaniels from um i think it's he got a brother in the league i'd be confusing the two, the two of them between Jaden and the one from the hornets yeah he got yeah it, he got a brother in the league too one is named Jaden, the other one's Jalen. i can't remember which one we got but we got one of the mcdaniel brothers uh from the hornets and but like, I mean, if you watch the game, if you watch a lot of the Sixers games, you know, like our starting lineup is okay, pretty solid. Wish we had a little bit more shooting on the court. But you know, our biggest thing is like once Joel sits, we can't find consistent offensive production, offensive and defensive production, um, from our second team. And you know, when you have a trade deadline where it looks like you know. The basically the Clippers throw away almost throw trades to the wind to get like quality potential starting if not um, like you know like a backup like players in um, Eric Gordon and um, and Bones and people like that like for the Sixers biggest trade deadline deal to be Jaden McDaniels but we couldn't even beat a Celtics team without Jalen without Jalen. Uh, Without Jalen Brown and uh, Al Horford in the lineup, I think, you know, speaks to, like, the level of the lack of depth that we have. And, like, you know, we are are constantly in situations where we have big leads that we can't maintain because once Joel sits or once uh, our starters sit, the bench can't keep up with it. And it's only going to continue into the playoffs. And so I don't – I'm not optimistic. Um about this so i'm very disappointed in in, in the sixers like trade deadline deals because there really wasn't any and to have like a 
a G uh, a GM and I'm forgetting the the Sixers GM name uh, off the top of my head. What's boy name? The Hawks. Daryl Morey and uh, Elton Brand. Yeah, to have Daryl Morey, Morey, like we signed him specifically because he could get all the, you know, he's like a, a master of like trades and all that stuff. And for him to kind of that be his biggest trade deadline, like kind of just says that he's cool with what we have. And clearly he's not watching the product on the court. Like, yeah. bro just knew he, like, he just slept in today. He's just like, yeah, we, we got it, bro. We, we chilling. Yeah. Colin, Colin what is this man cooking? Like, Get him out the kitchen, bro. Like, at this point, I feel like I just want to just blow everything up. Before Colin, before Colin Kobutson, though, I just want to say something. A few years ago, it was draft night, and y'all had the chance. Well, y'all literally had him in your hands. I had literally Michael Bridges in your hands, and y'all decided to trade that man away. Please don't remind me. Please don't remind me. Now, please, and now, please, and now, please, and now look at the situation he, he is in now. He up the street an hour away in New York. Which I've been screaming this for out. years. That's just wild to me. Like his mom worked for the team. He went to Villanova. He's a local kid. Yeah, I care about none of that. It's... <laughs> and for who? For Zaire Smith, who's not even in the league anymore. Lot's so crazy, yo. Did you hear that laugh? That maniacal laugh he just gave? Yo, that's crazy. Bro. Yeah, Lodge is funny. <laughs> is funny. It's all funny games, so we look up the Knicks history, and I'm sure it ain't nothing to talk about. It's funny because so, so y'all is worse than ours. We you know what's even crazier? You, you guys are never really had a record like y'all. You guys are like really, listen, Lodge like you mediocre your whole, I mean, seriously, since the 80s. Bro, it's funny because when we was in the playoffs, y'all was winning point, like 11 games. Y'all was winning bro, 11 games when we was in the You can't even count Melo's runs because y'all ain't even do shit with that. So that was nice That's and cool. big. He had he nice points, though. Put the buckets up. Sorry, Mar. I hate to slander your man. I'm not slandering your man. I'm just saying the truth, my guy. But yeah, uh, nah. Gotta get all the yeah, he got yeah. Base his way. <laughs> yeah, the Knicks. The Knicks. Yeah. The Knicks. Yo, y'all. Just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. So now bringing it back to us, the stars of this episode. Oh, I know. Mar, I know. Mar, I know. You, wait, Mar. Come on, cousin. Wait a minute. I ain't saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. All right, bet. I ain't say? saying. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> What'd you say? Right. I you said with the star. I still, said, wait. Hold still on. Saw Excuse me. Oh, shit, I ain't saw I ain't salty about nothing. All I know still is still salty about them MVPs. You still a Nets fan, my guy? You still no, a Nets no, no, fan? No, no, no. <laughs> you still a Nets fan? No, I ain't. That's your team. Oh wait, wait. I mean, listen. Right, I speak on. on it. Hold on, hold on. I speak on it. <laughs> you y'all? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cause Joel deserved the second one. Let's just speak on that one. And he's just oh. getting robbed every single point in time. Wait, 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 wait. He deserved the second one, but they didn't get it. They didn't get it, though. That's cool. You see, you see, I noticed, I noticed y'all haven't been on the pod in a couple weeks, but we didn't talk about that step back, that step back jumper that Joel had on, on Yoko. Oh, oh, for the 47 piece. Nah, I was just saying that was three weeks ago. The past two games have been putrid by us, so I don't even want to hear nothing. Yeah, I'm just I know. saying it was silent Wait. in the group chat, though. It was it silent was, three weeks ago in the it group wasn't. chat. When I brought it, it up, what happened? It wasn't. What happened? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't. Listen, listen, Lies. Listen, man. Back to us, though. Let me, let me bring it back to the stars of the show. The, the Sixers. Um, Yo, uh, see, yeah. you're bugging Wait, me. hold on. Hold on. Hold on, brother. Hold on, brother. Like uh, Jonah said, uh, yeah, man, I don't know why they weren't aggressive at the trade deadline. Uh, maybe it's because maybe the pieces we had just weren't that attractive to other teams. Uh, but uh, letting go of Matisse Seibel, I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted about it. I don't think they really went as hard on his development as I think they should have had. Uh, I think he still was useful. I think they could have worked on him on the offensive end. But for some reason, we had the knack for drafting guys that can't shoot. Uh, whether it be the top pick, middle round, besides Tyrese Maxey, that panned out well. Not a single guard to to the three that we drafted over the past years have been able to shoot. And development has been weak. So I don't know what's going on in terms of that. Uh, 
I mean, I, the Sixers are losing in my opinion. They just weren't aggressive. We still don't have a strong enough bench because, man, when Joel went out, uh, we really let the Knicks <laughs> of all teams come back. And uh, <laughs> uh, that was just that was just painful to watch, honestly. Uh, but with that being said, yeah, losers. Bro, bro, I'm like, sad, bro. You, you have to bring that up. Crazy. They was taking, yo, 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 pot, yo, everybody, bro, everybody who watched, yo, they was taking pictures of the scoreboard in the group chat and was sending it before the half was even over. Listen, man, listen, listen, all right, I was enjoying myself, man, I was and on guess vacation, who smoked man. that weed? See, Clap your hands. See, notice, notice, hold on, hold on. Everybody, yeah. for, for the, for the, for the, for the fans at home, you know what I'm saying, for the, for the loyal listeners that have been watching <laughs> over the years, I want to make it perfectly clear. I ain't say nothing. <laughs> all right? I ain't joking. I've seen two, no, 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 yeah. Now, 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 so all, all the viewers, Greg, Greg, really, honestly, they, they, really, he really the captain of the Sixers and the Bulls. I ain't even gonna hold you, cause he come correct. Like you feel me? But I'm not, I'm not crazy though. But I know <laughs> somebody that that Sixers team with Doc in that bench, yo, it could be a forty point lead. <laughs> Eat one piece of chicken, it's over, it's gone. <laughs> they only down three. Fine. That's all I got to say. Y'all can, y'all can watch. I was about to go crazy with that. I know. No, I mean, no, I mean, no. With that being said, I got to bring it back. Um, when that, I got to bring it back to this point. Honestly, uh, when when you have a game like that, it's painfully clear the bench has to be upgraded, and they just weren't aggressive. I didn't see anything besides Matisse Thybul, Jalen McDaniels. I dug into some more about him. Uh. I guess he could fill in for some, you know, rotation minutes. Maybe I'm not expecting much, but at this point, uh, you got to expect something because we just didn't do anything. Uh, the winners, I'm really debating between the Suns. The injuries on that team kind of concern me. Age-wise, between KD and Chris Paul, KD is still one of the best scorers in the game. So uh, I'm, I'm looking at the team more defensively. DeAndre Ayton, uh, he's not that dominant number one pick that he is. So, but he's serviceable, uh, and that's kind of bad for a number one pick. And then I want to look at pretty much the Lakers. Getting Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley, definitely a major upgrade for the Lakers. I think they definitely improved a lot. Got rid of Russell. Um, didn't like getting rid of Pat Bev, but uh, I guess they needed just guys that could just create. So that's why they picked up D'Lo. Uh, I like that. It's back in L.A. too. Uh, that's a nice reunion sound. Uh, so the Lakers, between the Lakers and Suns, I really want to lean as the Lakers being the winners. The Sixers are the losers, and I guess the Suns would be kind of the runner-up in terms of for me winning. With that being said, everybody makes sense to me. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, bro, we're not playing that song until they make it to the to the conference finals. Like, I don't want to hear that song until they make it to the conference finals, man. But <laughs> listen, I'm listen, I'm look, I'm pissed. But you know what? I got the Eagles, and that's all good. And we get into that. That's why I, 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 I tell all y'all Philly, y'all just better be glad y'all got the Eagles. But got the Eagles, when got it comes to basketball, man. I be having a good old time over here at basketball. Dog. Oh, I mean, man. it's cool because you—that's the only thing you can hear this song is about basketball, and that's fine. That's I mean, y'all feel he's that lucky, lucky this in the office. Uh, okay, whatever, whatever, brother. Whatever, they got brother. humbled. They got humbled. They got whatever, humbled. Brother. Cool. They got humbled? They got whatever, humbled. brother. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to be there gang. anyway. Gang. Oh, you imagine that. Imagine Aren't that. You, gang, gang. Aren't you a Yankee fan? Um, no, I'm not. I'm a Mets fan. Chill. Ooh, a Mets fan? I'm bro, a can, big Yankee fan. Can you make oh, out the wild card? Talk to me when you make it out the wild card, bro. Talk to me when you make it out the wild card, bro. Y'all got That's energy. Listen, but listen. Bro, get up. No. Then we beat the team. Hold on. Then we beat the team that beat you. So how do we get lucky? Make it make sense for me. Hundred okay. wins bounced. Come on. At home. Come on. I'm waiting. <laughs> the, the listener, the loyal fans at home are, listen, are waiting. We already <laughs> had this conversation too. Pitchers took a. No, I can't even say that because the young bulls is watching. But you know what? I they they took soon as off started. They started shaking in their boots. All right, man. I'm just saying, bro, what, what's happening? You know what I mean? Y'all could barely get a game. I mean, bro. Phillies made some. The Phillies, unlike the Sixers, unlike them, they actually made some big moves. So they trying to try and build on the success. We gonna see about we gonna see about baseball. We we do gotta do some baseball episodes in the future, though. 
Shout out them, man. Shout out them fighting um, Anyway, go ahead, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Before we get to the Super Bowl, real quick, we got to talk about LeBron breaking the all-time NBA scoring record. He is now the NBA scoring king. On Tuesday night, he put up 38 points to end the near 39-year reign of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as NBA scoring champion. And LeBron now stands alone with 38,390 points. It's, it's pretty crazy numerology. I mean, puts up 38 points in a 38-year reign of 38,388 points. It's pretty wild, but I'm going to just be straightforward with this question. Greg, I'll start with you. Does this end the GOAT debate, yes or no? Is LeBron James the greatest basketball player of all time, or is there more that he has to do to prove his worth? Nah, I don't think it ends the 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 the, the GOAT debate. At the end of the day, you got to look at um, a couple of other places, and you also got to look at LeBron's, like, when LeBron, the era in which LeBron played in, not in, like, I want to start out by saying, like, shout out to LeBron James, man, to, to become the NBA all-time scorer leader is, like, no small accomplishment, and I, sometimes I do hate conversations like these, because it does take away from um, his greatness, like, like, you know, like, we're gonna, we're gonna, basically gonna try to, like, poke, poke, like, like poke into his armor to see like what the weaknesses are. So like he is an all-time scorer. Like he is the all-time scorer. So like no nothing what I'm about to say is about to like try to like de- declaim him. Like shout out to him. Like he really went crazy. Like to 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 make it to last in this league for this long with all the expectations that he had. Crazy. But if we talk about all-time scores, I'm not gonna hold you. It's gotta be MJ. It's gotta be MJ. Because like it's it it's gotta be MJ or we can't as have your this goal, right? Like just yeah, as, as the, overall as, I, I I I'm sorry, I was talking about all time score. Um I'm just saying like because you know, a lot of people are just saying like this puts him ahead of MJ as just the greatest of all time, period. Yeah, I, I, I you know what? I'm, so I'm still saying like would you I'm, agree I'm, with I'm, that or nah, I'm still gonna go with MJ. I'm not gonna hold you. Because at the end of the day, like you know, LeBron James is is the all time like leading scorer, and like if like so, if people are saying like ah, like that's what's that's what's making that's what ends the debate. I feel you, but at the end of the at the end of the day, LeBron James is four and six in the NBA Finals. You gotta start right there. All right, he's four and six in the NBA Finals, and even though he just became the all time the all time leader in points scored. Let's not. We can't lose. We can't lose the fact that he was only an NBA scoring champion one time. You know what I mean? Like MJ was the scoring champion for the NBA ten times. So, so like, quick question though. What's good? But doesn't that make him be breaking that record even crazier? <laughs> no, it does. Hold on, it does. But like, we also we can yeah, we like also have to acknowledge the fact bro. that we also have to acknowledge the fact that like. One of the LeBron James strengths is his ability for longevity. And while while MJ was on the court, he did more with what he did on the court. You could make the argument that MJ did more when he was on the court in terms of like overall team success and individual success than what LeBron did, even though LeBron did it longer. Because like let's not let's not act like MJ didn't you lose a year and a half in between in between, like, the first repeat and the second repeat, and then he didn't lose three years in between, like, ending it with the Chicago Bulls and then playing it for the Washington Wizards. Now, it, you're it, bringing that up, though, right? That's him taking time off. So him taking time off, he still wasn't even able to last for as long as it. Not even Brian. Even, I think a bunch of other people lasted as long as him. So the fact that he had to take time off and then still couldn't last also goes to show that's well, another, it's, it's well, another well, boost for him. Well, when and you one more point though before you before you go ahead, one more point. So the whole him winning ten ten scoring titles, right? If Brown Brown only won one, and the fact that he's number one scoring all time, that to me that goes to show you what type of scorers he was playing against his whole career. Jordan didn't play with a lot of scorers like him, or that could like a score at his capacity. In my opinion, you had a few sprinkled names, but to me, what Brown was playing with literally year by year, he had at least four or five people, 
that were scoring at a crazy clip. At one point, what it was T Mac, it was it was Kobe. I think AI had one at one point, but that that, that might have been before Bron came. So my mistake if I'm for bringing that up, if that's the case. But it's just like I can go. KD literally ran it for years, and that's literally to me one of the craziest offensive weapons we ever seen. I don't think Bron. I don't think Jordan ever really had competed with that as far as scoring titles and all that. So to me. Jordan got them, Jones. Of course, that's no slot to him. But to, like, the fact that Brian still won the scoring title and then still ended up only winning one and then still ended up being number one all time, those are so literally, he was literally scoring against, competing against people that literally could score on a whole new level now. I, I, I mean, I feel you, but like, to also take this into consideration, I said, mind you, Carl Malone, put this into perspective, Carl Malone paid for like, what, like 21 seasons, 22 seasons? Overlapping, like that. basically overlapping MJ's career for the most part. Carmelone finished second all time, and with points in the NBA, which means that he was in he was in the same era as MJ at the peak of his powers. Carmelone number two all time in points. I don't think he has a scoring champion. I don't think he was a scoring champion ever. With MJ, like you understand what I'm saying? Like, like we got Carl Malone that's finished that guy that finished second, and you can't even get a scoring championship with MJ at his full capacity on the court. That if that don't tell you, that told me everything I need to know. That like I don't I don't know what else I could you know what I'm saying? Because like I I what all that told me is that while Carl Malone has the longevity, that's the point of the example where Carl Malone has the longevity. Put push came to shove against MJ. Like it's no it's it's no comparison. You feel me? So it, like I hear what you're saying, but like we're looking at a longevity stat versus you versus me on the court throughout the duration of a season. Me at my best, you at your best. There's no comparison in terms of my, like at my peak of my powers. So I I hear what you're saying, and like I said, credit to LeBron James for being like. Uh, for having to be able to break this away, it's no small feat, and I'm really not trying to diminish anything that he did. But if we talk about like, yo, who the goat? That just told me like, at your peak of your powers, were like, like what were you doing? And I'd make the argument in a league where the the fouls were rougher, they had little rules against MJ. You mean you mean every like everyone's favorite like you know what I'm saying uh, everyone's favorite uh, debater Stephen A Smith said like you know you could you could pass gas and get called for a foul in today's NBA some of these foul calls be ridiculous and some of them they miss some some calls certain times too but I'm just saying in in spite of an era that's like wasn't prone to scoring MJ don't let's not diminish the fact that MJ did have people in the 90s that were scorers that finished better than him in the all-time scoring uh, department for the, like, when it was all said and done, but couldn't even touch his, shine his shoes when he was on the court with him. So, like, we're looking at longevity, but I'm just saying, if we talk about gold, let's look at, bro, what was he on the court? He was 6-0 on the court in the NBA Finals. LeBron is 4-6. I'm sorry. I, I got to take that into consideration. I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let y'all go there. LeBron and MJ debate. Man, I told you guys it was a big debate yesterday at my job, man. Coworkers going at it. Uh, I, I just got to say, Amar uh, had pointed out something. Me and Amar had a conversation. We talked about how LeBron, uh, he was able to become the scoring, and he was able to become so high on top of the list. And LeBron's game is really like a pass first. He's always looking to get his team involved before he looks for a shot. Sometimes he's aggressive. More than time, he's really – Looking to pass the ball, so he's not. He doesn't have that Kobe or Jordan mentality. He doesn't have the AI mentality to score first and kill. He only does that when it's time. So for him to do this, is, you got it's nothing but, you know, impressive. I mean, that's what Mar. I just remember that it just came through my head. Uh, but is Brown better than MJ? Ooh. I mean, so man, it's so hard. I don't know, Jordan. I don't know. It's such a I I wanna say that six and oh is just you, you can't beat that. But uh but that's team and Yeah, that's been immortalized now, like 
Sorry to cut you I could only put Bron, my bad. I can only put Bron over Jordan if he would have beat the Mavericks. If he would have beat the Mavericks, then it would at least <laughs> would, at least I feel like it would have been closer. It could have it could have been an argument. It could have been could have been an argument. Because that's, like that's go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Because because I, I was gonna say like I and I, that's what I was gonna say later like because like all the other losses. I'm not gonna lie. Like you can, you could chalk it up to the game. The warrior, the Warriors teams, like, like you know I mean, especially with who LeBron had playing out there. Then when the Warriors got KD, and then that first chance, that first one run with the uh, with the um, with the Cavs, they lost to the Spurs, yeah. and then that second Spurs mm-hmm. lost because like, bro, the Heat were basically finished at that point. LeBron had cramps; he couldn't even play for real, for real. Like you could, you could chalk all those ones. But that Mavs one, bro, was bad. That Mavs one was bad. When you gotta hit the, when you gotta hit the announcer, the not announcer, the uh, what do you call it? the journalist after the game with, well, I'm gonna be rich tomorrow, so I don't care. Everybody else gotta wake up and still be like, still live the same lives that they live in. I'm gonna still be like a millionaire type <laughs> energy. I forgot. Yo, I said, yo, he lost. Oh, he he hurt. <laughs> oh, he hurt. <laughs> That's it. That's all I gotta say. Dude. Uh, five and five would have been way better than 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 four and six. I can't hold you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll and Brian, Brian, don't get hurt. Like Brian, just don't right. get hurt, bro. And, 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 MJ got but, hurt his rookie season. But yeah. He only played like four games his rookie season. But then, and then that's why I say that's another thing. You you just gotta respect Brian because he's really taking care of like when you look at athletes over the years just not even just basketball let's just put it in general perspective i can't think of an athlete who's taking care of their body so meticulously like Bron, you know how much money Bron spent he spends millions so that dedication is definitely paying off i think that's the fruit of his labor but uh man i think that six and oh you gotta factor in when you're doing you know career accomplishments because that's an accomplishment at the end of the day so i guess That'll always keep Jordan above, but hey, Bron can say I'm the scoring champ. Uh, but I, I don't know. Yeah, that yeah that finals record was gonna keep Bron. At least he'll be number two. You, but you can argue though. You, you can argue. It's, it's, you know, it's up to you. But I'm gonna keep Jordan at one, and then put Bron two. All right. Well. Any final thoughts before we move on to the big game, or are we settled? Greg, I feel like you wanted to say something. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, no, again, it's big. Shout out to LeBron James, man. Like, no small Absolutely. And, um, but no, nah, it's, it's definitely, and then, honestly, like, if you want to take into we have we didn't mention this before, but the only other name that I would throw out there is Kareem himself because like the brother is the like I think it's so crazy that the brother spent four years, I think either three years or four years in college, and still finished as the all time NBA lead like scoring list like that can't be undersold. And he like, held that for almost thirty nine years. It would have been like. Like two months away from thirty nine yes. years. Yes. Like so to do that, to be as dominant as he was in college, then come to the NBA and then become the NBA all time scoring leader is crazy to me. Bron had the had the benefit of coming straight from high school. My man was twenty two. My man Kareem was twenty two, just skull hooking people in a league where twos was favored over threes. He only had like one three in his career. Two one two two threes in his career. Like come on, man. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, to, to your point. Wait, 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 hold on. He's saying he went to college first and then lost the amount of them years. Bro, would you rather go to college first or, or go to the league straight out of high school at 18, 17 no, years but, old, playing against no, no, 30 No, no, I, I feel you, though. I feel you, though. But it and then back then, rookies wasn't 18, 19. Rookies was 23, 24 years old back then. Agreed. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. Rookies was 23, 24. Agreed. I hear you. So, like, but I'm saying – the fact that LeBron had the opportunity, like, like it's just, I'm just saying, like, in terms of it's a longevity award, and you've had, so you, had you had, you had, hold on, for instance, Kobe came into the league, and Kobe even openly documents he hated his first couple of years, because he didn't even get the chance to play, you know what I mean, as much as he wanted to, 
You had a situation where LeBron was not only able to come into the league, but he was playing for, let's be real, a sorry franchise in the Cleveland Cavaliers that put him on his back. So it wasn't like he was not going to be playing. So and so he, he, so he just had an opportunity. He had, I'm just saying he had more of an opportunity at an earlier age that I'm saying. Whoa, well, imagine whoa. How Kobe had an And that's it. That's it. No, he did, Mark. Mark, I think about yes, it. Yes, he did. He didn't want to play for his opportunities. You're not going to do that. Whoa. Mar, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Y'all saying Kobe? You, you, you hold on. You, you got okay. Go ahead. You're trying to say, like some other people didn't have the opportunity because they didn't have the the playing years early. But Kobe didn't want to play for the team that drafted him. Like, are we like are we gonna sit here and do that? Okay, okay no, great. that's true. Why not captain? Why not captain? No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. No. But but this is what I'm saying though. Okay, you gotta look at his first two years, right? No, his first three years. Uh, if you look at the minutes, he wasn't playing really above 16 minutes. The they third, didn't draft he found... him. The but, teams oh, did not draft him. I would take right. They didn't what? Well, well, I mean, Phil, I mean, I, I, I mean, okay, listen. I read that the Lakers organization was extremely interested in Kobe, and they wanted to trade up for him. That was what was also told about that. So. I don't know about Lakers not wanting him. I heard it was really aggressive wanting to trade for Kobe in their draft, and they really was scared that they was gonna he was gonna get drafted by the time they had the twenty fourth pick in that draft, I believe. Plus, and they tried. Boy, I, I was gonna say plus Kobe has has said it himself that okay, like once he was there, it was clear to him that it became it became apparent to him over time. That the coach, I forget who the coach was before uh, Phil Jackson. I completely forgot. It. I but, think it was, but was it? It was somebody else. Yeah. But but like he wasn't trying to show favoritism towards Kobe to give him more minutes, even though it was clear that Kobe was better than who was playing in front of him at the time. So like literally, in the the like the the coach impeded the team's progress by not playing Kobe because they just didn't want to show favoritism. I understand, but at some point, even when once you got drafted. It's not like Kobe – like, I don't think Kobe made the declaration that he just was never going to play for them. And, like, you know – like, you know I mean, like, I understand what you're saying, but there was a point in time where Kobe transitioned from I don't want to play for this franchise to, all right, like, I want to play and get my minutes. All right, I'm not even earning the minutes that I for real, for real deserve because they're not trying to show favoritism towards me to play me as, like, a young player. Like, was those no, air balls in the playoffs? Wait, wait, hold on, Greg, Mark. Before I, I want, let me just interject between. I do want to say this: the Dale Harris, that was the Lakers' coach during uh, Kobe's first two to three years. Not really, yeah. He wasn't playing Kobe. He had him on a short leash. He didn't. LeBron came in the situation. I think Brown's averaging thirty-five minutes, thirty-four minutes a game as a rookie. Kobe wasn't wasn't even cracking twenty until his third year. So. Yeah, Bron absolutely is it opportunities, yes, but it also is a skill at the same time to his talent that he could come in and just execute and produce right away. Right? That says a lot. Um, but he did have more times and more, you know, so that is fair to say. Go ahead, John. Go crazy. Hey man, I was just letting y'all go. I was just I was letting y'all go, man, but we are going to move on. We're going to move on to our final topic of the night, a little bit of football, because, of course, it's Super Bowl week, biggest week of the NFL season. My personal favorite week is championship week. I feel like it's just football, just no gimmicks, no pageantry. It's just football. But, hey, for the championship week to mean anything, you got to have the Super Bowl, and it's this Sunday the NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles, taking on the AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. The lines for this game have the Eagles as a very, very slight favorite at minus 122 with the line, with the line being, or the spread, excuse me, being minus one and a half. And the over-under is pretty high at 50 and a half. So Vegas thinks it's going to be a high-scoring game. I feel like it should be a high-scoring game. And listen to this. Both teams finished 14-3, won their divisions, finished with the one seed and had home field advantage. They both have scored 546 combined points between, I believe, the regular season and postseason, and they both have six All-Pros, including their quarterbacks. 
that that NFL script, no joke. No, <laughs> the writer they were they were cooking with this one, man. They knew what they were doing. This all of the storylines. If you haven't heard, there's going to be two Kelseys in the Super Bowl. I don't think I don't know if you guys have heard that. It's, it's like the only thing people have been talking about all damn week. They have their own podcast. They've been talking about it. Andy Reid going up against his former team, a team that he took to the Super Bowl and lost. Man, personally, I got a lot of. He's also man, he's also coaching a former a former coach that was on his staff. Yeah, actually, he really wasn't on his staff. He just he just fired him when he got there. Andy oh, Reid fired. I swear oh. they were saying something about him. Like I think Nick was not Nick was there. Three out of the uh, the uh, the Chiefs at one point though, right? Yeah, yeah, he was oh, the. I when, think he, and when I Andy think he came was, in, he he let him go. Yeah, I think he, he was a wide receiver him. coach from the previous regime. Yeah, it's it's yeah, bro. So there's a lot of storylines going on here. I'm just gonna be straightforward, Mar. I know you're a Giants fan, but I'm gonna just start with you. Who walks out the Lombardi on Sunday, bro? Um, if I'm being honest with myself, the Eagles are gonna win it. If I'm being honest. I've it's been, great I've to be honest. That, well, I mean, I didn't been to say that because you know my team was in the playoffs. So I was doing for my team, but like y'all know, when my team As gets eliminated, I want my t- I want my city to win. Um, y'all just cheating. Like y'all defense is just not fair. It's just like not fair. It's, it can't be blocked. It can't like it's just it's just not fair. Like Try, I, bro, I've been <laughs> I've been trying to tell Forty Nineers fans this all week. Like, that's all I can say. Like y'all defense is not fair. Like that's all that that's really all it is. I know it's Pat. It's gonna be a good game, bro. You can't double team nobody on your line. That's what makes it not fair. Like. You, you just can't. You can't double-team nobody in the middle. You can't double-team nobody on the edge. And then the D-backs, oh, my goodness. It's, it's just not fair. That's all. That's all I got to say. Yeah, man. L- listen, 49ers fans, all week for the last week and a half now, they've been crying. The 49ers players, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, like, listen, I'm sorry. Brock Purdy got hurt, all right? It's unfortunate. I wish he stayed in the game. I wish we would have beat them at their best, but it wouldn't have mattered. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. But, you know, Lodge, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you put your two cents on this, man, this Super Bowl. I just had to let that out because they've been annoying all week on Twitter. Man. You there, bro? You guys can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, so, see, ask me a question again? My bad. Just who wins the Super Bowl this Sunday? Pretty straightforward. So, I, not unfortunately, because I actually genuinely enjoy watching you guys play this season, but I do got have you guys win. Hold on, real quick, who's your team? My team my football team that I root for? Yeah. That I, that yeah. I root for? Unfortunately, I'm a Bucks fan, so. My reign of of, of success wow. is over, but I'm yeah, grateful. Man, welcome to hell, I got to experience a chip in, in, in my in my lifetime instead of being born and two years later we win one. So I hear you. I hear you. Go ahead. But I do got, have you guys winning. Um, like Mar said, I do feel like the defense is absolutely completely unfair, and I find it very convenient that the salary salary cap goes up at the end of this season. So I find that very funny. Um. <laughs> I do gen I, I I'm a huge fan of AJ Brown. Um I loved him in Mississippi State with uh DK Metcalf. I was a huge fan of both of them coming out in the draft. Um I love him on you guys' squad. He fit perfectly with you guys. Um I do uh, the only thing that I am scared of is Darius Slay is amazing. He he's amazing. He's nice. But I do feel like Pat Mahomes has in that receiving core has enough Firepower. They kind of carve up that 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 secondary if the protection is right when it needs to be. When, but again, that's nearly freaking impossible. You have five people with ten plus sacks on their team. Yeah, at least the middle of the field. I feel like the linebackers 
will get exposed a bit in coverage. And I mean, Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. I, I just don't. I mean, a Maddox is probably your best Listen, bet. You guys better not primarily run. Y'all, if y'all run zone consistently, bro, it's 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 it's, 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 it's gonna be. Bad. You got you got to play man against Pat. You got to play man bad. against Pat. Real bad. It'll just be a shootout then. I mean, hey, that's that's entertaining. That's cool. Greg, I know your answer, bro. Go ahead, Lodge. No, nah, I was saying, but if it's a shootout, though, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like Mitchell Holmes in the shootout, though, bro, because he start getting confident and start doing things he should be doing. It'll be very entertaining for everybody else, but just highly stressful for Eagles and Chiefs fans. But, yeah, Greg, I know your answer, bro. I would just ask you, like, who's your MVP for this one? Uh, honestly, it, it, it's two it, really. You have two legitimate choices. Yeah, you know, it's a quarterback say, award, but I would say, um, clearly, I feel like it would be Jalen Hurts, and like for me, especially if he plays well, because like the narrative also coming into this game is that like even though the Eagles are are two and zero in the playoffs with Jalen Hurts at the helm. They've been the knock against him has been that he hasn't actually like played well in either game for real. Yeah, like if you look at his like numbers, like in terms of passing, I mean, and like because I think his QBR is only like I think he's only completing like fifty eight percent of his passes and stuff like that. So it kind of gives vibes kind of similar to the build up to this game, kind of gives similar to like the Chiefs' first championship run with the Forty Nineers and how everyone was saying like it's going to come down to Jimmy G. So I think the difference in this Super Bowl versus that Super Bowl is Jimmy G had an opportunity to make a play that could change the game and overthrew his wide receiver. I think there's going to be a point in this game where the Eagles are going to go into the lead of the fourth quarter. Chiefs are going to make it close. Jalen Hurts needs to make a throw, and the throw is going to be there, and he's going to make the throw. That's going to solidify the team. That's going to solidify the game against the Eagles for the Eagles for them to win the Super Bowl. It's going to solidify Jalen Hurts as a quality quarterback. And that's going to solidify him as the MVP of this Super Bowl. Now, that being out the way, can we go back for a second to these 49ers and how they need to just start listening to Justin Timberlake? Just need to start listening to Justin Timberlake cry me a river because I don't want to hear nothing because it's like they was going to expose us with Brock Purdy. Let's be real. Let's be serious. Oh come on! You barely beat also the shout out to Corday because Corday, he who's a part of uh, Restricted Zone podcast because you know he's a 49ers fan, but I haven't heard nothing from him. So mean, shout out to him quiet, for at least just, just taking it. I assume he was just attending <laughs> to his to his you know a, a potential fatherhood duties in the future, but you know what I mean. But hey, man, all I'm saying is is it gets real. It, everyone would have could. It was shoulda, woulda, coulda. Because when Carson got hurt in that playoff game, did, did you, like, you mean, they, they wasn't going as crazy. Christian McCaffrey talking about some, oh, I wish they, if they had just allowed a third quarterback. My man, my man, my man. You was on your fourth quarterback of the season. Maybe y'all should switch up the uh, conditioning. Because <laughs> you like, yeah, man, like, keep them. Work on passing in the you had two. You had two in the game. You had then, two quarterbacks suited up. Exactly. Couldn't block for either. But it's like, bro, crime river, bro. I'm not really trying to hear none of that. I mean, and the last time we seen the 49ers against the the Chiefs in a game in the regular season, the Chiefs shellacked the the 49ers. So we wasn't even trying to see that again. Let's do something new. Let's do something different. Let's do something like the Philadelphia Eagles. Watch what happens. I'm done with this. Please, not Jonah. Take 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 the take the mic away from me because I'm 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 living. I'm living. I got you, I'm, and I'm gonna pass it. I'm gonna pass it to Colin because you're the other Eagles fan in here, and I, yeah, I, I know your answer already. So, just tell me how close it's gonna be and who your MVP gonna be, bro. Uh, Colin, I excuse me. I was muted. I was talking. I thought I was talking. I, I was muted. I was talking all the time. So basically. My MVP is the one that's going to bring the most hurt. Who do you think is going to bring the most hurt, Jonah? Mr. Jonah? Who's going to bring the most hurt? Can you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. You beat me, bro. 
Right. So I'm still going to take – yeah, I'm, I got Jalen Hurts. I think he'll be my MVP. I think the Eagles will win the game. Uh, like, like you guys said, it'll be a shootout. It's going to be extremely entertaining. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know who you got. I don't know. I don't know. I feel a little uneasy. I don't know. I don't know why. I was, you know, it was crazy. I was extremely confident against Tom Brady, but now for some reason, I'm a little bit uneasy, and I'm not sure why. But I still feel like we'll be able to, we'll definitely be able to go ahead and take the game. I think we came too far. Uh, no one expected us to come this far. We got to nail it off with the W with this one, and I think the Eagles do take it home. Uh, this is going to be a shootout. I think the defense do make some stops, uh, some key stops, uh, and that'll be the difference maker. Definitely got to make sure, you know, everyone's healthy and just in the right state of mind. So I think, you know, the Eagles staff is doing a good job with that. So I definitely do have the Eagles winning. Hurts is my MVP. Score prediction. Uh, I don't – All right, combined, they'll probably score 50 to 60, 60 points, probably 50 to 60 points. That's what I'm willing to, to guess. I, I will be willing to bet, but that's just me. Go ahead, Jonah. Listen, bro, I'm the complete opposite. I was extremely nervous five years ago. Nick Foles, Tom Brady is just like, I mean, why wouldn't, like, of course. And it was our first Super Bowl in what, like, 13 years, hadn't been there since 05. It was a long time coming, and hey, they pulled it out. Five years later, it's a completely different story. First of all, I had the Eagles 12 and 5 this year. I would have been happy with just a playoff win, 12 and 5. But as the season progressed and they got off to that 8 and 0 start, I'm like, they got it. They got it. We're going. Like, we're going. I wasn't saying that we'll win it, but I'm like, we got it in the NFC. It's like Bills, Chiefs. You know, and and the Bengals, you know, were the three options in the AFC. I'm like, it's either one of those teams, don't matter who, but the Eagles are going out of the NFC. From like from that, honestly, from week two, like week two, honestly, I wasn't you know publicly boasting it, but I just had that feeling that, all right, Jalen Hurts has arrived. This is the quarterback that we thought he would be, that we wanted him to be in the off season following the 2021 season. I'm like, if we can get, if he can get to this level, this status, with the guys around him, the Eagles are gone. And here we are. You fast forward a couple months later, and it, it hasn't even been close. I mean, they won 38-7 in the division round, 31-7 in the championship game. It would have been closer if Brock Purdy had stayed in the game. But like Greg said, like I've been saying, it wouldn't have mattered. The Eagles were winning that game, and it just it became ugly. And honestly, if I Listen, call me overconfident, call me whatever you want. I feel like this game won't be close either. If the Eagles can get to Pat Mahomes, it, 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 come on. Because the offense is going to put up points. The Chiefs have the 16th ranked defense in the league. The Eagles are going to put up points. Pressure is going to be on Pat to match that. And he's going to be making all types of circus throws. And he might throw a couple picks in the game as well just because he's trying to play catch up. And the Eagles, they can run the ball. And if the Chiefs, if they heavily prioritize the run, that's going to open up the pass game. If you load the box up trying to stop the run, you leave an AJ and Devontae one-on-one. You leave in Dallas one-on-one. It's like Mar said, like Lodge said, it's not going to be fair. 38-24, Eagles bring home the second Lombardi. Hassan Reddick, my MVP. Temple legend, Hassan Reddick. My MVP. He's going to have three sacks and a forced fumble. Fuck you, Where he from? Yeah, I heard it here first. I will see y'all on Broad Street. See yo, we all you going crazy. Hey, yo, hey, yo, yo, listeners. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know what I mean? If you trying to see how 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 crazy it's going to get, I promise you, pull up to Philadelphia. Philadelphia, where is crazy on Philadelphia, Broad Street? Or matter of fact, just pull up to the uh to the. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going. I'm not even going crazy like that. Well, let's wait till how the game plays. You, know, you feel me? I see you in Philadelphia. I mean, I see you on Broad Street. All right, yes sir. A lot of enthusiasm and excitement from us Philly fans. We got a Giants fan. 
We have one uh, who's a Raiders fan. We have one that's a 49ers fan. A lot of diversity. But as always, we remain supreme because we're the Eagles. We soar in the skies. All right, that's enough uh, showboating. But we end off episode 93 with that. Uh, thanks a lot for you guys tuning in. I want to give a big shout-out to my fellow co-hosts, Joan and Gray for the mediator, Greg, Mar, Lodge. I definitely appreciate you guys. Shout-out to you guys. Hopefully the fans enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording this. You can follow us on Instagram at StrictZonePod. You can also follow us individually. Our Instagrams will be inside in the description below underneath our Instagram for our podcast. So you can definitely shoot any one of us a message. We'll be creating a Discord so we can interact with the people that uh, listen to us. So yeah, that'll be in the works. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and also, you can definitely check us out on any streaming platform. I'm talking about Apple, Spotify, you name it. Uh, we're out there. And the best part about it, free, free 99. You don't got to pay a dime, nickel, or a penny. So it's free. All we ask, all we need is for you to share it out and spread the word and just give us your support. Uh, that's what keeps us motivated, what keeps us energy, and keeps us grinding. So have a great day, everyone. Uh, enjoy the week. Enjoy Super Bowl weekend. Enjoy the sports man is going on this week. Thank you.